Doc's Watch is meant for entertainment purposes only and not, I repeat, not meant to give medical advice or diagnosis. Always consult your doctor and not your podcast host if you have a medical question, concern, or ailment. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Doc's Watch, the show where real doctors tell you what's real, what's not, and what's maybe possible in your favorite movies and TV shows. I'm Dr. Jen. And I'm Dr. Deepa. In this episode, we talk about the mobile personal intensive care unit that houses the galaxy's most infamous villain. Also known as Darth Vader. Today, he is our ICU patient, so we will be doing system-based rounds. We will cover the importance of backpacks. The various ways Vader definitely got infections. And of course, pooping. Lots of pooping. Enjoy. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about probably, I would say, like one of the most famous villains in all of movie history. Yep. What did you say? You guessed it. It is Darth Vader. <laughs> it is Jar Jar Binks. No. It is... <laughs> Twist. Twist. No. Um, no, it is Darth Vader. And I think Darth Vader is a really, really interesting character to talk about medically because for... What's happening? Especially when you think of, like, the original trilogy, um, you get introduced to him as, like, this really powerful guy who, like, literally requires a portable ICU to keep him alive. So he's, like, super frail on the inside, but super powerful on the outside. And so... We wanted to, like, look up and think about all the different things that it takes to keep Darth Vader alive based on what it is that we know about what we can do, you know, in the human world, in our world, <laughs> um, but also get some information from, like, Star Wars nerds about what, it, mean, what all is going on in that suit. To be clear, he is still human. But We're assuming he's a human. We're it assuming was, he's a human. as you know, a he's long a- time ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> But we're assuming that he's a human, that he has human physiology and human anatomy. And when we started researching Darth Vader and his infamous suit, we quickly realized that really the easiest way to talk about him is the way that we talk about all complicated patients in the ICU, which is by medical systems. Yes, going through each system. So um, the reason he gets into this whole shenanigan to begin with is... Because he under he has a very severe injury that occurs um, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, which was part of the prequels, which we are actually going to talk about all of that stuff, that specific thing in a different episode. But he has a very severe um, burn. Um, and then his being in the suit is sort of the result of every, you know, of all of his that. Post-burn management. Management. Um, yep. So... In the ICU um, is a place where you would take care of a patient like this. And uh, we it's it's a, an organized way to sort of wrap your head around how to manage a patient by going through every single one of their sort of body systems and figure out what you're doing, how how's it going, what you're going to do next, all that kind of stuff. So the first system that we talk about is respiratory, which is also Darth Vader's really most famous system with his very special way of breathing. Right. That's like the sound that yes. like. <laughs> which I like, was wondering if one of us was going to do the imitation. I did, I'm glad it. It was I did you. it first. Yep. I think I win. Yep. 
I imitated a ventilator. So a ventilator makes a sound like that, um, not infrequently. Uh, and what that sound is, is the sound of air being pushed into lungs, essentially. Yeah. Sometimes like spontaneously, like forcing the air in, or sometimes it's synchronized with the person who's breathing the air. So he clearly is having some kind of like mechanical ventilation. Right. And the and the air being pushed into the lungs is basically positive pressure ventilation. You're using pressure to push the air into the lungs to inflate all of the little air sacs yeah. called alveoli, as opposed to negative pressure, which is pulling air into the lungs, which is how we normally breathe. Um, when you normally breathe, your diaphragm, when you take a breath in, your diaphragm um, contracts. contracts. Yeah, you got <laughs> it's this. like words. Your diaphragm contracts. <laughs> diaphragm contracts. <laughs> Um, creates a negative pressure inside your chest cavity, and that causes air to be pulled in from the outside into your... So negative pressure ventilation is really interesting uh, because it's more, it's closer to like what how you normally breathe. But the most like well-known version of negative pressure ventilation is the iron lung, which is what they used to use uh, back in when there was a big, you know, like during the polio epidemic. There's um, only, did you know there's only three iron lungs or something like that left in the country? Yeah, I know. Like they're in Atlanta. Well, like at least one of them is in Atlanta, like at the CDC. Yeah. And they're slowly not being serviced anymore. Because oh, that's really sad. I, it's, we don't have anybody who needs them. Like, yeah. Well, we have like three people who need them. Yes. all And they're yeah. all in use. <laughs> they're all occupied. Yeah. Um, but iron lungs are like obviously not ideal situations because you have to go into the lung, you know, like you and go you have into to stay the there. machine and you have to stay there. If, if you, you want to breathe. If you want to breathe. So um, the reason they used it in polio was specifically because uh, that particular infection causes paralysis and so if you can't move the muscles then you're not going to be able to breathe and so they had many people in iron lungs uh to help them with that negative pressure ventilation so with darth vader he's probably got some positive pressure um he can talk through it uh which is interesting because it makes you think you're trying to think of where the breathing tube is um because he has to have a breathing tube also because at some point we do actually even see his face um, I and he doesn't have, the, like, a mask, a breathing right, mask on. Right. And when, when we looked into this a little bit more, um, we found some sources that said that basically he has tubes going directly from his lungs to a ventilator, as well as a tube that goes into his throat. And it said it was below the vocal cords. Yeah, but, so that he could talk or something like that. But that doesn't really make any sense Anyway, yeah. because if air is going anywhere besides past the vocal folds, you're not going to be able to speak. Yeah, like you can only talk if air goes through your vocal cords. Right. If this or is you some have kind a special of... attachment that right. is like fake vocal cords, essentially. Right. So if you had something like that or something to transmit basically the vibrations of his vocal fo folds as he was sub-vocalizing, maybe he could talk, but... I don't know that the droids that set this whole thing up like thought that far. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get to the droids. I don't they, think they know anything. The way that it's <laughs> described in like various like wikis and everything is essentially that like somebody put like hoses straight into his like bronchi and then right. like another tube straight into his trachea somewhere and yes. like after doing all that he's fine um which probably is not the case 
Um, so that's not making a ton of sense. And then the other thing is that he had like a pretty significant I mean, if he's requiring like all of this to breathe and to speak, he probably had like a significant lung injury. So his I mean, he lungs definitely are like, did because it was he was inside a volcano. I mean, I've never personally been in a volcano, um, but I yeah, I would hear it is unpleasant. It's not great, and you he probably had a lot of injury to his lungs from breathing in all, a lot of like toxic gas. So like his lungs are going to require some work, and you know it mm-hmm. doesn't. He's either getting like some kind of continuous like medication or like pulmonary toilet to like get all the gross nonsense out of his lungs. Um, or they've just like, they're just letting them sort of like shrivel up and die or like be totally expanded and exploding. Right. Both of those situations are bad. We were also talking about, and this gets into a little bit of the cardiovascular system is he also has a device that is regulating or assisting his heartbeat. So is it possible that he's somehow on a portable ECMO machine? And ECMO is basically a machine that oxygenates your blood so you don't have to use your lungs to do that so like we can move on to his next system which is his cardiovascular system so from a cardiovascular perspective um it talks about him having heartbeat assistance so that can mean like a lot of different things um when i think of heart specifically heartbeat assistance i think a pacemaker um which is not actually an unreasonable thing for Darth Vader to have Um, if he had you know from his burn if he had a certain degree of hypoxia and he had or like low oxygen and some injury to his heart muscle um, he probably has some degree of like myocardial dysfunction or like heart failure or his heart just doesn't work quite right Um, you can use a pacemaker to do things like resynchronization therapy and stuff like that to try to make the heart better Um, but it seems like what he has is a little more intense than that um, where it's like basically some kind of machine that like can replace your heart or like helps your heart squeeze to its fullest, um, right. which makes me think that he has like a ventricular assist device or like a, a VAD um, or knowing that he had such a bad lung injury that he could have some kind of ECMO or like cardiopulmonary bypass in there. But like his suit is really small. <laughs> There's no it's way. It's literally the size of a person. It is literally, I mean, it's like, it's basically a human wearing a small backpack. Right. So like, you know. But then again, Deepa, this is the future. It's Who the past. Who knows how small all of It's these a long things time are. ago. <laughs> it's not That's, the future. Okay, fair point. But this is in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> so you true. don't know what kind of technology That's they have. That's true. I don't know what kind of technology they have, but if you're going to try to put in, you need like something to move the blood. So you need like a motor. You need mm-hmm. an oxygenator. You probably, I mean, we'll get to his other problems, but like it's not unreasonable that you need like some kind of dialysis membrane. Like there's a lot that you're going to need to make his blood right. There's a lot of tubes in his suit. Yeah. Is, and it's basically the long story. And not short. like an amazing amount of space for them. So yeah. he, you know, has something to help his heart. Um, and so uh, I think, you know, he probably has, I mean, he could be on like some continuous vasoactive infusion, like he could be on epinephrine and dopamine. That kind of seems a little bit reasonable um, to support I think it's him. highly likely he is on something. He's got to be on something just to help the squeeze, you know, because there's mm-hmm. no way his heart got out of that burn, like being right. Yeah. 
Um, and that sort of leads us to the next thing was like he he had to heal up somehow. And it's really hard to heal if your nutrition is really poor. Right. Um, and burns like when you have that severe of an injury, it can really mess up your whole body. And then you're really susceptible to infections and things. And that can further mess up your body. So like how does Darth Vader get nutrition? First of all, we rarely see people. Actually, that's not true. In uh, The Force Awakens, we do actually see a scene of somebody eating. Yeah, I was going to, I knew what you were about to say, and I was about to jump in to be like, no, you're wrong. Girl, I got you. I remember, I remember when people (laughs) eat, but in those, you you don't see people eat all that often. You definitely don't see Darth Vader eat. No. You might see Anakin Skywalker eat. Presumably his suit is airtight. Like he has the whole airlock mechanism. Yeah. I mean, it would have to be. Keep all of this stuff inside. It would have to be. And so for him to eat by mouth, which, some sources say is possible, and sometimes he decides to do that. He would have to break the seal yeah. on his suit, and then he'd in have to get to resealed that. up, which seems like a lot if, like, you just want to like have a cookie, right? So, and I don't think he's eating cookies, although that would kind of be adorable. He's probably just eating some kind of like chocolate sludge, <laughs> nutrient paste. He's just um, eating, he, drinking a lot of Boost. Yeah. So if he isn't eating by mouth, then the other ways that he can get nutrition are TPN, which is basically where we put nutrition directly into the veins yeah. or through some kind of um, G-tube, which is a tube that goes from the outside directly into your stomach through which you can put liquid feeds like Boost or similar. Yeah. Um, and Which lots if of he, people have, you know, yeah, a lot of people for have various them. reasons. Um, A lot of people, I mean, there are people who are on chronic TPN, but the issue with that, of course, is that you have to have a permanent line into a vein. Like you have to have a central catheter that's going directly into your veins, which is like... And it's just another huge infection risk for him. It's a huge infection risk and it has to be maintained also. So like there has to be somebody like he doesn't seem to have a nurse. Like I get that he has a lot <laughs> There's of medical droids. He has a lot of assistance in medical droids, but we're, we'll get to the quality of these medical droids in a bit. Yeah, I'm not sure what we the have a lot to say about the droids. medical droids. OK, we'll um, get there. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so he you know, somebody needs to be there to like maintain that thing. Um, and then if he's on G-tube feeds, you know, somebody's got to change out the bag. And, and it has to be connected and, to the outside somehow, like to the outside yeah. of his suit. Right. Like, I mean, unless there's like, I mean, there has to be, it would have to be another little backpack area where somebody could just like open a panel and just like put in a bag of formula and then Maybe close it up. when Darth Vader is not posturing in front of, you know, all of his imperial soldiers and stormtroopers and whatnot he's carrying like five backpacks (laughs) with all of this stuff maybe they're just all on the ground and we can't see them right we never see them off in the corner and then like sweeps into the room maybe there's a uh, like a backpack droid that actually is behind him at all times and there's just a small set of tubes connected between him and this little droid (laughs) we just can't see he would need some kind of helper, I think. I mean, but definitely. He definitely qualifies for 24-hour nursing. That's for sure. Home, home health care. <laughs> Only if his insurance approves it. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what the health insurance market is I like don't in think this that galaxy health far, insurance. far away. There's I mean, it's barely probably doctors. not very good. There's barely doctors. So maybe the health insurance is great. I mean, there's nobody for you to see anyway. The That's health insurance true. companies could like, make out like a bandit. Everybody's paying for insurance that they never have to use. True. Um, okay, so he's got that. And then, like, you know, there's other things that, like, are a little less pleasant to think about. But, like, he has to pee somehow. 
and the other thing i mean all like the stormtroopers and darth vader have like a very like they have their like i guess you would call it a cod piece on their suits (laughs) i mean it it's literally a cod piece that is what it is and so they i mean to pee it's a cup yeah or a jock strap i guess it's on the outside though i mean i'm assuming there's something on the inside but like he has to pee somehow um and we have no like his kidneys are probably not great um after all that and so he we don't know it does he like if his suit is going to be sealed up then he must also have a tube coming out of there right like a foley catheter um and then i don't know how darth vader poops i mean (laughs) i don't want to think about it too much but like everybody poops i don't know if you've read the book it is a pretty good one it's classic yeah but But everybody poops even darth vader has to poop especially if he's getting (laughs) some kind of nutrition in his belly Right. And so if that's the case, does he have an ostomy? And an ostomy is basically um, a hole that you or, or, yeah, a hole that you put in the abdomen that you connect intestine to, essentially. And then it goes it empties into a bag that then yeah. you and different you people manage. need an ostomy for different reasons. Yeah. Um, but basically for it allows you to divert like all of the like waste from your gut Um into a bag instead of out your butthole right (laughs) (laughs) i like that we avoided saying the word poop for so long and then you just said butthole (laughs) okay sometimes you just have to say the words from from what i've read um his suit is supposed to have his rectum Yes, his suit is supposed to have a recycling system. So if that's the case, we know what it's recycling, namely his urine and his feces. But what does it recycle it into? Into. I think it recycles it into the force. Yeah, I thought the force (laughs) was from his will and then also from midichlorians or something like that. I'm sure that there are midichlorians in poop based on what what little I know about midichlorians. But it recycles... I mean, maybe it recycles it into the, like, little bit of fluid that you need to keep your central line for his TPN open. That's disgusting. I know. It is gross. It's pretty terrible. So it recycles it into nothing. Right. So then what is the point of a recycler? Why not just dump it into Maybe it recycles it into drinking water. You don't know what they've invented in in the future. (laughs) In the future past. In the future past. Um, Yeah. Uh, who knows? So that's kind of I mean, gross. in our current present, some people have figured out how to recycle urine and feces into various energy sources using bacteria. What so are you maybe about? his urine and feces actually powers his suit. But I feel like that is the least of their worries. They, that's probably I don't true. think that the uh, Empire is particularly environmentally conscious. I guess they don't have to be. I mean, they're they have lightsabers really of They're so. in space! <laughs> they're not worried I mean, about the ozone. In space, in particular, though, you're not you worried have to about know rising what to do sea levels with your urine and your feces. You just throw it out into the air, into the void. Do they still do that? I thought they put them in little pouches and like kept them. Oh, astronauts, then, like, de- like yeah, they disposed ones? of them when they got back. I don't know. That sounds gross. Could you meet? What if they sold that at like the NASA store? <laughs> astronaut poop. Like they sell it's like astronaut, astronaut food? ice cream. Yes. <laughs> That would be so gross. It's I possible they, I'm mixing up real life with um, the Martian. Maybe. The urine, I think they definitely get rid of. There's no reason to bring that back. And what's the, I mean. But the poop thing is like. I have no I'm, idea. I, it's very possible I'm mixing this up with like science fiction and real space travel. But I thought they they like 
collected it into little pouches that were vacuum sealed and we'll then brought back to, and disposed of. We'll, we'll do a fact check on this. Yeah, I'll have to look it this up. Nobody listened to what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, just generally, that's probably a good idea. Yes. All right, so we, we talked about his guts. Let's talk about his kidneys. Um, which don't work, Which most probably likely. don't work. I mean, so kidneys are, like, I know that people don't give a lot of credit to kidneys, but your kidneys are, like, super important. They do a lot of great things for you. And not only that, when they get a little messed up, they can really mess you up. Um, I feel like we need to put PSA music behind what you're <laughs> saying. Right I need now. like a the more you know, like yes. a rainbow star. Um, kidneys, or also known as your beans, because they look like beans, um, <laughs> are, are super important. Beans. They regulate. They <laughs> regulate. <laughs> yes, thank you for that. Kidney beans, great. Um, they regulate. Uh, they first of all, they clean out a lot of your blood. They regulate. Um, the acid base balance in your body, which is super important. Uh, they basically keep like tell your body what electrolytes to keep, what ones to get rid of. Uh, they help regulate your blood pressure. Um, and then the other thing is a lot of medications uh, are cleared or like get filtered out by your kidneys. And so your kidneys are like can be injured uh, by like having too high levels of those sorts of things. But one of the and- things that can happen when you have like a super severe infection is your kidneys, like, don't get enough blood for a hot second. And then they get, like, injured and they can get scarred and they will never be the same. Yeah. And I think it's a very safe assumption that um, Anakin probably had pretty severe infections as he was recovering from his crazy 100% body burn. Yeah. Um, And in addition to the infections... I mean, with burns, your electrolyte balance and your blood just gets thrown out of whack because all your systems are just completely haywire given the severity of the burn. And his was everywhere. Yeah. So he definitely injured his kidneys. And given the severity of his injuries, presumably required dialysis at least for a while, if not, is still on dialysis. Yeah. So that would be another like thing to add. I guess you could try to... You could sort of connect the dialysis through his, like, presumed ECMO, uh, depending on the type of ECMO that he has. Um, That's true. But, yeah, so dialysis is a And then maybe he wouldn't deal. need to pee. Maybe, so, he like, doesn't, maybe he doesn't have well, a maybe Yeah, lane. maybe that's what he does instead of peeing. I'm, maybe he just has dialysis. Yeah, so if you have dialysis, I mean, what, what dialysis, and a lot of people are on dialysis, Um what it basically does for you is if you if your kidneys are not working, a lot of uh, bad things can build up in your blood that can have a lot of bad side effects. Um, and so what dialysis seeks to do is to try to be like a fake kidney um, and take your blood out of your body, uh, send it through a series of like various types of membranes that sort of clear out the badness and keep in the goodness. Um, and so... <laughs> If he's on that, then for some people, they're on dialysis because they their kidneys really don't work and they don't make any urine. Um, and so in that case, they just they get dialysis in order to get rid of that stuff. And they would have to get it like essentially every day, um, right. which is not fun for anybody. Um, I feel like I yeah, feel maybe like he, he could. I guess dialysis. he wouldn't have to pee if he's on dialysis, but you still have to poop somehow. Everybody yeah, it poops. doesn't it doesn't solve his pooping Read the problem. book. Everybody poops. <laughs> But maybe it solves his Foley issue. Yeah, maybe he just has issue. a dialysis. Yeah. All right. So then let's see. What else do we have here? Um, infectious yeah, so, disease wise, he would have had to be on so oh, many yeah. antibiotics. I he mean, is at such high risk for multi, infection. Multi drug resistant bacteria yeah. at this point. Because he's probably received all of the antibiotics. Exactly. All the antibiotics available 
on the Death Star. <laughs> or his or ship. Any, or any, yeah, the Star anywhere. Destroyer. Wherever, yes. whatever, whatever it is that place floating in space. I don't know how many bacteria survive in that space, though. Maybe that's why they, like, do all their operations from there. I mean, they don't survive in space, presumably, but they'll survive on the space station. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of organic m- matter. I mean, there's know? people. I guess there's and people. And aliens. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There that's are billions true. of bacteria. His, his gut everywhere. microbiome is probably really messed up. Uh, um, yeah. Let's start. Like and eradicated then, and messed up. <laughs> uh, and then his blood. So he, I mean, his blood is going to be super messed up. Yeah. Well, the I mean, as far is, as we can tell, he wasn't born with any blood disorders. Right. As far as um, we can tell. In, before, in, in the before the Venice, volcano, he doesn't show he up was, covered in bruises. Right. Before the volcano, he seemed like a perfectly healthy 23-year-old man. Yeah. Um, Although I think and, he, missed, he didn't have an arm, right? He was missing like part oh, of one true. of his arms. Well, he had like a robot arm. Yeah. So, so it was basically. Obviously perfectly I mean, healthy. afterwards, then he was missing all of his limbs. The rest of the arms, right. Yep. That's correct. <laughs> the arms, the multiple arms that he has. <laughs> um, but yeah, so even if he had no blood disorders, with all of his hardware, so having to have, um, let's say let's say hypothetically he is on ECMO, because I think that's the most likely, really, yeah. is that he is on something to oxygenate his blood and to keep his heart and to augment his heart pumping and then also continuous dialysis, right. most likely. So something to do the work of his heart, lungs, and kidneys. And so to do all of those things, you need a really a large amount of hardware going into blood vessels. And so to keep yeah. those things patent, because your blood, you know, wants to clot around holes your blood, in your body. Well, I mean, it wants to clot around holes. It wants to clot around plastic. It just it wants likes to, to clot around If stuff. it's not in your body and moving, it wants to clot. Yep. And so he's going to need something to prevent that because he has a lot of stuff going in. Yeah. So he's going to need some kind of anticoagulation, um, whether that's something like heparin um, or Coumadin or something to make it so that his blood doesn't clot. Um, And if he's got something like ECMO, then probably heparin is what he's going to be on. Um, And if that's the case, then he can't do so much fighting. He does a lot of fighting because for he will on bruise Hepburn. himself. I mean, he could. He is at such. Maybe that's why his helmet is so intense. Because I mean, he could, his like, armor have a head in bleed. general is pretty intense. That's true. So. And I mean, a lightsaber. Like, if you're on anticoagulation and you get like poked by a lightsaber, like you're toast. Although, actually, no. I guess it would cauterize you at the yeah, same time. Yeah, cauterizes immediately. Yeah, so maybe you'll be okay. Plasma. Yeah, maybe you'll be okay if you get lightsaber. Amputation. I mean, if he gets lightsabered. There's going to be other stuff because presumably that would cut through his suit and then That's break true. the seal whole to the outside. Would be there would just be like blood everywhere that was like previously going through this ECMO circuit. Yeah, his entire circuit would be destroyed. I mean, <laughs> he, he really would just could, die he immediately. He really could just kill Darth Vader by just turning him off accidentally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like oh, somebody man. just like accidentally bumps him in like the main power switch and he's toast. They're like, and I'm then, so sorry I pulled the plug on Darth Vader. <laughs> Oops, that was my bad I didn't guys. mean to. It's my first day. I just graduated Stormtrooper High. Yep. And then, so, and then Anakin is supposed to have the highest midichlorian count of all Jedis I feel like in we're going to get a lot of hate about the midichlorians. I, Everybody hates them. I mean, them. it's part of canon I, that midichlorians <laughs> exist. It's so true. I know a lot of people don't <laughs> like that, but that is part of the accepted there. truth now. So midichlorians. So do they affect your coagulation? That's my question to you. My, here's the thing. I don't think they do because as you said, they are sentient. What are they? Sentient organisms 
inhabiting the cell of living organisms. So they're just mitochondria. And okay. to prove that they're mitochondria, we know that George Lucas wasn't thinking too hard about it because midi-chlorian sounds a lot like mitochondria. <laughs> and mitochondria... QED. They sound very similar. <laughs> so mitochondria are kind of like little self-contained, almost like mini-organisms that exist in all of our cells, right? Yep. And what they do is like, you know, they make energy, they make ATP, but you have, you don't, they're not encoded in your DNA. They have their own DNA and you get them from your mom. So maybe that's like why, maybe that was the inspiration, you know, Mm. because like it's inherited. Anakin's mom is really important to him. He doesn't have a father, quote unquote. You know what I mean? Quote unquote, yes. He doesn't have a father. Um, and it's like, oh, maybe there's like some weird, like, there's some like mom, momology in Star Wars. And that's why the midichlorians are important. And I guess if they are like mitochondria and they are inside the cells or intracellular, yeah. then it doesn't thicken your blood or anything. But if these midichlorians are crazy, maybe he has a mitochondrial disorder. Oh, is that possible? He doesn't manifest any other outward signs of mitochondria disorder. I mean, that's so. true. Aside from, like, being just nuts. Um, okay, yeah. So I, I think the midichlorians probably are, are okay. But the question is, like, uh, midichlorians are, like, such a pain. They just, <laughs> <laughs> they just, like, mess everything up. Because, they do. like, then you have to ask, like, who has them? Who has a lot of them? What does it mean well, to have a lot of them? Well, everybody has them. Everybody they inhabit has them. the cell of every living organism. But, like, have you ever seen, like, could you imagine what that cell looks like? Because he has a lot. No, because nobody in our world has ever seen midi-chlorians. Yeah, but his cells are would be, like, filled. Like, they're, like, filled with them. They don't, they won't look nice. <laughs> that is the most important thing about cells, is that they look pretty. I mean, it, that's what they teach you in the first day of med school. Cells, yep. they're supposed to look nice. All right, and then the very, the sort of last thing, I think, system-wise, is neuro. Um, And, I mean, there's a lot to talk about here. Like, I think one thing is, like, he probably has some degree of blindness um, from his burn injury, which we'll talk about when we talk about his burn. Um, In, uh, what's it called? In Rogue One, it's really interesting because the character Saw Gerrera um, has a, like, similar, like, jerry-rigged suit to Darth Vader's. Um, mm-hmm. And to in that one, they kind of make it seem that, like, part of what he's breathing in, like, helps to relieve his pain or anxiety or something like that. Like, he gets, like, really worked up and, like, looks like he's really distressed. And then he, like, picks up his, like, mask thing and kind of breathes it as if it's, like, some kind of inhalational anesthetic. Um, it could also be just anxiety from, like, he needs the mask for, like, a one positive pressure breath. If he's not, like, ventilating adequately. Oh, like oxygen Yeah, for like, comfort. it could just be that he's getting, you know, worked up because it feels like he can't breathe or he's short oh, of breath. and, then he's and giving so he gets, like, breath? One, yeah. one breath. Yeah, I guess that seems reasonable. That, too. I mean, it could also be, But, I mean, know, with all these various, like, meds. lines and tubes and nonsense and, like, all these, like, his... Oh, the he's ho- on pain The meds. hoses that are coming out of his lungs. Yeah. Um, he's probably on some kind of medication. And I, it's probably a continuous, uh, like, infusion of something. I think that would he's gonna be need, the like, most likely because it's also, at this point, arguably the easiest thing to do given that he's on ECMO and dialysis. And if he's on dialysis continuously... Yeah. He would need 
pain medication essentially continuously. But and also there's like he probably cleared. has a lot of neuropathic pain. I mean, like a burn like messes up all your nerves. Um, and he like lost all of his limbs, all I of his the, arms. I think the limb, the phantom limb pain, because we talked about this. Not not in the podcast, but outside the podcast. We talked about phantom limb pain. So it's it's pretty common for people who have lost an arm or a leg, a limb, um, to experience pain in the limb that is missing, even though it isn't there. So it's thought right. to be some kind of nerve pain um, related to that. And it's very difficult to manage because clearly it's not that limb is no longer there. Yeah. Um, so there is, it's an element of nerve pain and nerve pain is just distinctly difficult to manage. Yeah. Like um, there's all kinds of argument, medications that people try yeah. uh, to manage it. And my argument is that maybe he doesn't have phantom limb pain because he has cybernetic limbs that are hooked up directly to his nerves, which is what Cannon mm. says. And so if that's yeah. the case, like, if your nerves still think that they're controlling a limb, would you have phantom limb pain? Can you imagine this, like, surgery robot that had to do that, though? Like, hooking up all of your nerves to fake nerves? Man, no, I cannot imagine. It's not that, that easy. That would be a very long surgery. It would be, I mean, his surgeries are going to be so long. They he probably had, a- like, ten medical droids working on him at one time. And, like, ten medical droids are still worse than just one human doctor. <laughs> We really Which we'll like talk about in a second. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that maybe he doesn't have phantom limb pain, but he's going to need pain management for all of the other pain. Because he's going to have, from the extent of his burns, he's yeah. going to have oh, yeah. contractures, which is where scar tissue, oh, yeah. I didn't because it's about less elastic, yeah. makes it so that your your joints tend to bend in a certain way that that is very painful. Yeah, um, like based he's on gonna the way have, it heals. Yeah, and he's going to have all these tubes everywhere. And that's going to require pain control. So I don't even think phantom limb pain is like at the top of his He's list like of things least that of need worries. pain management. I mean, after so. all, they hooked up all his nerves. Yep. Yeah. So overall, essentially what he has is an ICU. He's basically receiving an ICU level of intervention and care. Um, but he's like walking around with it. And there's a really uh, – we found like this interesting uh, diagram – on the interwebs, which we can link to, um, that sort of has an outline of what... Because, like, you know, in the original trilogy, they have, like, the costuming. He has his suit, and he's got a cape, hilariously. Um, But he has all these, like, various panels that have, like, buttons and lights and things. Um, And so they try to go through it and assign, like, what exactly those little displays are doing. Um, But when you go through it, it's so funny because it, like, doesn't make a ton of sense, but it makes, like... 40% 40% sense. It, it makes it makes like people who don't know about medicine who research some stuff about medicine sense. Yes, like his life systems computer. So all of these things that he's on, I mean, he would need to be monitored 24 hours a day um, to monitor things like how he's breathing, what his heart rate's like, what his heart rhythm is like, his blood pressure, um, to see if his dialysis is going well. They'd need mm-hmm. to like check labs. He'd have so many lab draws. In yeah. a day. It'd be like maybe every at this four point hours. he's in like a more like convalescent phase of it, and he could like maybe have it just twice a day or once a day, but it's still a lot. And yeah. they need some place to run the labs. And like, do they? Do you need to? If he goes on ECMO, do they need to check like midi chlorian levels? Like, what if he gets? Tra- <laughs> what if he gets transfused with someone's blood who has less midi chlorians? That is such a good point. 
Does he lose Although, force? No, because midi chlorians don't generate force. That's right, one of the biggest that's points right. of contention force. about midi chlorians. So be careful. They don't generate force. His <laughs> recycled poop that. and pee generate force, though. <laughs> midi chlorians, yes. no. Recycled poop and pee, almost certainly. Yep. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I think we've exhausted Darth Vader's suit. Okay. It would be great if we could get some of those for our human patients. I because don't know. You want to trap someone inside a Darth Vader suit I for mean, the rest of their life. <laughs> Not when you put it that way. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, um, man. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of medical stuff about Darth Vader that we didn't even touch on. But I think these like are the, all of his psychological traumas. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's not even psych is definitely very important. We did not include um, psych in today's rounds. We did not include psych in today's rounds. No. So, so, yeah. So this we basically went through like what you kind of go through on a normal day in an ICU. For one patient. For one patient. Yep. So we're, we're, you know, we're trying to work hard and do a lot of stuff. Um, yep. So we can move over to our resident lounge and just talk about a couple of other related and un- kind of unrelated things. Um, when we were <laughs> researching uh, for this particular topic, uh, we ran, you know, we it's interesting to think about like what are the, is the medical apparatus in like various fictional universes. And it's particularly egregious in Star Wars surrounding um, the death of Padme. Amidala, oh yes. who, who dies in childbirth. <laughs> you know, that Padme, because as opposed to all of the other ones. I mean, I just want to make sure. Maybe there's, like, somebody whose neighbor is Padme. You know how Star Wars is? There's, like, the <laughs> thing true. that everybody knows, and then there's, like, some random one of the Star Wars, like, novels that has, like, some character who's also named Padme, but is actually just, like, the lady yes. who, like, cleans the windows. That's on- true. And I will, disclaimer... You know, late in the episode, but disclaimer, I have not read any of the Star Wars novels. Yeah, me neither. So, so if I there's any conflicting the information cartoon, there, the, dro- the don't Clone Wars, tell I, me. I, I have seen all the movies. I've seen all the movies. That's basically it. And I enjoy them. And yes. that is my expertise. But um, the scene, I mean, we can put a link to it. This Watching the scene where Padme dies, now that I have like gone through medical school and been attendant to a number of births. Um, is like one of the more horrifying things. It's horrifying <laughs> and it's her. baffling. It's so bad. Like, first of all, she is, it, it seems it's so bad how surprising many aspects of it are to the people who are directly involved in it. Well, first of all, let's talk about who's directly involved the in robot. her delivery, which there is, is a medical like droid. two medical droids. Yoda is there. And then Obi-Wan Kenobi. There's no, like, supervising doctors. I mean, she's yeah. a senator. Like, there's nobody there yeah, she's with not medical like, expertise exactly. to deliver her babies. She's not like Anakin's mom, right? Like, who it was like, you know, kind of this sort of low-resource lady. She's a senator. Yeah. And, you know, healthcare should be available to everyone. Healthcare should be available to everyone. But in like, a system where it is unfair, it is most likely going to be available to people like senators. Yeah. Slash former queens. Right. Um, so, first of all, this is the first time that anybody has figured out that she's having two babies, which is also not which is great. baffling, again. Which means nobody's done an ultrasound or looked to see what was going on with her. And then the... The steps between her sort of looking like she's in labor, you know, kind of like being distressed and then the baby's coming out are just and like... Then di- and then her dying. And then her dying are just so bad. Um, first of all, they have her in this weird rig 
where like it kind of keeps her legs together. Um, which if you've ever been to a birth is is counter birth. <laughs> right. Right. It's it's very difficult to have to birth babies <laughs> with your legs together. together. I mean, I think correct me if I'm wrong, but I think didn't she have a did she have a C section? It doesn't to deliver the babies? I don't think so. It doesn't make it okay. look like that. That's also, true. she dies because she loses the will to live, which makes no well, sense. Well, that's what the medical droid said. And okay, as we have discussed. The medical droid is, so first of all, okay, here's the thing about the medical droid. The medical droid is not doing itself any favors, right? It doesn't seem to know anything about delivering babies. It doesn't seem to know anything about, first of all, it doesn't even know about, like, Padme's history, you know? Right. It's just, like, somebody who showed up to deliver <laughs> the baby incorrectly. Yes. And also doesn't do any kind of intervention when Padme is, like, dying, well, what he says is she medically she's fine. She's lost the will to live is basically what he says, <laughs> which is like not about a her thing. dying. And I mean, that's just you would try to do something. They don't try to do anything like when she dies. There's no intervention. There's no like code, essentially. Yeah. Where just, like, they try to bring her, her back. Die. They're just kind of like, oh, I guess she doesn't want to live anymore. Womp, and then womp. she dies. You're going to die. I'm sorry. It's, it's it's not baffling. great. A lot it's of this is um, outlined in addition to some other aspects of the reproductive system, not reproductive system, um, <laughs> reproductive health system, reproductive health system. Thank you. Um, in the uh, galaxy, um, in a interesting article that was uh, published by Vice. Yeah, by yeah. Vice on their sub site motherboard. Motherboard by Sarah Jiang called did inadequate women's health care destroy star wars old republic and we'll put a link to that in the show notes yeah um so that's great so i mean the thing i think that's the underlining the whole thing is that there's a lot of various medical mishaps that happen in star wars and there don't seem to be any doctors and i think we'll see this in a lot of fictional universes um going forward which is that a lot of injuries and illnesses and sicknesses happen but nobody seems to be doing anything yeah. about it or knows how to do anything about it. Right. Um, and I think I think the part that that for that is really incongruous is that a lot of these things because we're we're talking about mostly like sci-fi fantasy type situations, um they're the level of technology or ability, so like magic or technology does not seem equivalent in the medical field. Like that seems to be yeah. the place where the only thing that they know is like civil war field medicine. Right, like Darth Vader is walking around in an ICU. Right. There is no way that Padme <laughs> should die giving birth to a baby. Two right. babies that they two babies that they only learned were two babies. Yeah, they were like that what? Day. Two babies? And she gives and birth she's to like, like I two don't want anyway, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but so does everybody. <laughs> so does everybody. TV and movies. Everybody on TV and movies gives birth to huge babies. All right. So let's, uh, I think we have to, I think we're at the end. Okay. So at the end of your hospital stay, we have to write a discharge summary. And this is where we're going to kind of give our actual review of the thing that we talked about. So Deepa, what is your opinion about Darth Vader's mobile ICU? I think it's really cool if it's, if it's a true thing. I think it's interesting that People have gone through the trouble of trying to figure out, like, what it could be. Um, but it seems like reviewing the original injury and thinking about what all support he needs, it seems impossible that he is in as good a shape that he's in. And 
it just it just feels like he re- he just should have more backpacks. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think he should have all the backpacks. He just needs as many backpacks as possible or like a little rolling station of backpacks. Or just a personal medical droid constantly yeah. attending him. Constantly attending to him. I mean, when he takes off his helmet and we like see his face for the first time, you're like, oh, you look ill. Yeah. Yeah. What I think for think? me, I think it's it's um, one of the more interesting things about Darth Vader's suit is the fact that, well, it's kind of about Star, Star Wars in general, which is that it's such a huge franchise and people have thought so much about it um, that I like that people are retconning stuff that I'm sure nobody thought about when yeah. they put together Darth Vader's armor. Yes. Like, I'm sure when they did that initially, they thought about it somewhat they were like he needs to make this breathing sound to be right. scary but then, and so then, then you they can made hear the breathing him sound coming down the hall and then, and then they were like panel on the front. why would he have breathing sound oh the panel controls his ventilator and i like the fact that people really put a lot of thought into that obviously um i mean you can go look at that schematic that we linked to um and just see how much detail is in all of the all of the details of star wars like all of these little bits and pieces yeah that's definitely cool. So I guess that brings us to the end. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Docs Watch. You can subscribe to our medical ramblings on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Find us on Twitter at Docs Watch Pod or visit us at DocsWatchPod.com.